Here's the podcast. Yeah, actually, right, Richie's saying that because producer Adem has just said to us... <laughs> really, no, really brief. No, 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 what you need to do, you need to rub a spoon. Oh, yeah. Stick it on your nose. We don't have a spoon here. Oh, come on, excuse me. All right, wait here, if you don't mind, uh, producer Adem has said, uh, keep this brief, but sometimes when someone tells us... Forks fork. don't work, you can't stick a fork to your nose. Look how he's got your pizza on the end of it. <laughs> Look... <laughs> I'm not doing that. Tomorrow's podcast. No, should we keep waiting another yeah, day? Yeah. I don't mind going I to the kitchen. I reckon they'll be fine. I don't mind going to the kitchen now. <laughs> no, I reckon they'll be fine. Would you, you be happy to fill? No, I can't fill for that <laughs> amount you can. Of Richie, don't put yourself down. <laughs> Richie's going to fill. I'm going to the kitchen. Here we go. Oh, my Make goodness. it quality. That was not pretty cool. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Heavy old door, that, isn't it? Did you hear just... Oh, word. Did you just hear that shut like that? I've got places to be. We have got place. That's the voice of our producer, Dem. I tell you what, in fairness, he's on his way back very quickly. Has he got his pass, though? Yes, he has. Ready? Welcome back. <laughs> There's no spoons. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Literally not a piece of bloody cutlery in the entire... in any of the drawers. <laughs> Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. It's the Hometime Show with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Middle of the week and all that. Busy old show today. We've got our board games night for Mental Health Awareness Week. That's a little bit later on. We'll be talking about that in a bit. And of course, 10 weeks of tickets. It's back another chance for you to win your way to go and see Fleetwood Mac live on this show. feel like it's going to be a good show today because I feel like both of us have been, I guess in some way, blessed with the very fact that we are here today. It's been a dramatic day near Mrs. Near Mrs. Richie. What sort of hour? I mean, Unbelievable. First of all, I guess for yourself, the very fact that you are here on time for it. Hi, my name's Andy. I was five weeks clean of accidentally getting on the Essex Loop. And then today, I don't know what happened, just jumped on it. I didn't realise until I was at Tilbury Town. And when you're at Tilbury Town, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> so the Essex Loop is a longer train into work, which looks just like my normal train, but it adds like an extra 30 minutes onto the journey. Does it have any sort of sign on the front that might indicate that no, it is that train? They should have some kind of like, I don't know, flashing siren. Some kind of danger, <laughs> paraphernalia. Well, you know that kind of cross-hatching uh, yellow and black stripes they have around yeah. nuclear buttons? Yeah. That would help. But it, lo- it looks, for all intents and purposes, like my normal train. And I- I'd done five weeks of really double-checking after my-, my other half, Katie, said, you need to sort your life out. And then I've gone and done it today. But you've made it. You're here. Only just, but I am here. A bit sweaty and scared. It didn't help that Pete Donaldson has left the uh, heating on in the studio. <laughs> but we're getting there. We're acclimatising. Now, I, I, I got here in, in fine time, but then I suddenly heard someone say something and I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, that could have been me. And it, it feels like a near miss. The Golden Square lift broke. Oh, not again. <laughs> it's the dodgiest bit of equipment in London, that, isn't it? It's, but, it's, it's like the Sugar Babes. It's had more individual pieces than the overall part. I'd used it 20 minutes beforehand, and I thought to myself, that could have been me. So you were 20 minutes shy of maybe getting stuck in a lift? 20 minutes ago, I was in that lift and it was fine, and yeah. then I hear someone say, oh, the lift's broken. It's out of order. I'm thinking, that could be me, still in there. Battering stuck, it with, with your little hands. Help. Trying to desperately be on the show. I remember, growing up in Trowbridge as I did, I remember sitting in the park and watching the fire brigade try and get this guy out of the lift for the multi-storey car park at the Shire Shopping Centre, if anyone knows that. And he was in there for a couple of hours, and I reckon there must be lasting psychological damage if you get stuck in a lift. <laughs> It's the worst of all stuck in this. I'd love to hear about your near misses. They don't necessarily have to have been today. Those moments in your life where you think, oh, wow, 
That that nearly was me. 8 12 15 to text, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. All right, it's Bush and Richie. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We want to hear about your near misses in life. This is after Bush made the show by the skin of his teeth <laughs> after getting on the wrong train today. And I, I should be stuck in a lift right now, uh, 20 minutes beforehand. How do you think you'd fare if you got actually stuck in the lift at work today? Really, really badly. Are you claustrophobic? You claustrophobic person? Um, I'm a I'm a big lad, so I don't like a small space. <laughs> <laughs> I like to stretch out, if I'm honest. What a lovely motto to have as well, Richie. <laughs> so tell us about them. Eight twelve fifteen. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Stephen says getting to Helsinki Airport ten minutes before my flight was due to take off. I mean, I'd never put myself in that situation. But then says being calmly told I was a day early. Oh my word. But amazingly, then made the flight. The staff were so laid back. Really? I thought he was going to have to hang around like Tom Hanks in that movie again. <laughs> I don't... You do get some people who, who get to airports late. I, that really just freaks oh, me I out. I could not... I, I couldn't live that way. My friend's husband's like that. He always gets the entire family to the airport, you know, just in the nick of time. There was that fast show sketch of a family running with suitcases. <laughs> That's what they were like. I had another uh, near miss, close call yesterday. Uh, you know one of those ones where you don't realise it until just afterwards? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to go into details, but I was having a proper sit-down toilet here in the workplace. <laughs> we talked about this before... <laughs> A PST, uh, and uh, it was only at the end when I'd washed my hands and was about to leave, I realised I did not have the door locked the no! entire time. No, can you imagine that? Can you, that would be awful. <laughs> that, uh, that would be a, a relationship ruiner with whoever came in. I mean, our, oh, our, wow. our overall boss, the head of the entire radio group, is based in this building. Yeah, that's me done for if he comes in. Oh, that's incredible. Couldn't look each other in the eye ever again. Near misses. We want to hear about the mate. Twelve fifteen. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Home time with Bush and Richie. Can lower your Tesco Mobile phone bill with Tesco Club Card vouchers and save money each month. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode of this show does feel like it's some very, very tense Hollywood movie, uh, being that both Bush and I have uh, experienced near misses today. Yeah. You only just making the show because of the the wrong train, the drama of that. It was it was clearly the train's fault. Yeah. And then the the drama of the uh, the, the the broken down lift here at uh, our studios uh, at Absolute radio that I was in 20 minutes before it broke down. I mean, just imagine it. I know, and also as well, Pete, no Pete Donaldson uh, turning the heating up in here meant that we were sweating, quite sweaty upper yeah, lips, first yeah. couple of songs, so added on that pressure, do you know So what I mean? we're after your stories of near misses, dramatic stuff like this from Sarah. I live in Whitby. I've just been out for over an hour. I'd left my window open. No seagulls discovered so far. Wow, they'd get in there. She's had a near miss. They'd nick stuff. You had a pasty in there. I don't want to go through it again, but my dad did have a pasty <laughs> taken out of his hands on Brixham Seafront. Uh, guys near miss got caught in the middle of a gangland shootout. My car got shot twice just before we got in. I tell you what, Yeovil's gone rough, hasn't it? That is proper dramatic. Proper dramatic. Not quite out there with the seagulls. Uh, hi, not me, but my sister and her boyfriend got to Edinburgh Airport for their holiday with plenty of time before getting told they were supposed to be flying from Glasgow Airport. Still made it, though, in time for their flight. I've done exactly that. You know when you get a place where it's got main airport yeah. and then some in city airport? Yeah. I believe it was Belfast and I went to the wrong one. You know, sometimes a mate tells you a story and you think, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> That's what you said. Thanks very uh, much. And, uh, all right, Bush and Richie, Jack from Bromley here. Talk about your near misses. An ex of mine said no when I proposed. Hey! Good lad. Round of applause for him. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Diane says, many years ago I was walking down my street past an empty building which had a two-let sign. A split second after walking past, the sign fell down. Wow, one of those little 
little tiny to let signs. I might be being harsh on Diane here. I'm reading it as like an estate agent's to let sign. If that comes down, I think at most you're going, ow, get off. It's really painful. Stop it. I might have read it wrong. I might have read it and wrong. I wouldn't knock your spark out, I don't think. Uh, Jamie says, uh, my car was in the garage, so I got the Tynerweir Metro to work. 30 minutes after getting to work, the metros were called off because the overhead line came down. It took all week wow. before they were running again. He literally wow. got the last one. He got the last Metro. Mm. If that is made into a film, uh, I'm going to say right now they're going to call it the last Metro. Who's playing Jamie? Uh, Jamie is going to be played by uh, Jimmy Nail. <laughs> Crocodile. If we do crocodile shoes, that'll be the theme. And then Tracy's been on. She says, guys, I nearly got locked out one night. I lost my keys. Yes, I was drunk. I woke up. There was a panel out of my door. So I immediately thought I'd been broken into. I called the police and they did fingerprints on my house. But my dad came to fix the panel and realised it was my own footprint on it. I'd kicked my own door in. What a fantastic text to end that particular piece on. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Madness, another one of the big acts like Bush and I that are playing the Isle of Wight Festival this oh, summer. Oh, yes. They're on, uh, I think they're on on the Sunday, off the top of my head. Bush and I, the hard rock stage uh, on the, uh, the Friday. It's just brilliant. They've just, they sent an email asking what kind of backdrops and stuff we've got. <laughs> we haven't got anything. <laughs> we haven't got outfits yet. We haven't got any records. Oh, dear. Our Go house, on. it's home time. It's Bush and Richie uh, Wednesday evening. Absolute radio. So have you ever agreed to do something and then panicked and immediately kind of regretted it? This isn't about the Isle Festival. It's it? not, it's not. <laughs> we're going we're to smash that, my friend. It's going to be brilliant. Uh, I've always wanted to trace our family tree. My, my full surname isn't Bush. My mm-hmm. full surname is Buschenfeld. Right. It's so kind of an unusual surname. We think it's German. My dad did a bit of family tree tracing. When you got a German surname, you always feel a little bit tensive when you type it in, see yeah, how that yeah, pans yeah. out. But he traced it back a few generations, stopped at a bloke called Hermann Anton Buschenfeld. Great name. Who got blown up in dry dock in oh, Swansea Harbour, like right. an explosion in a boat he was working on. And that was it. They couldn't find out anything beyond on that point so I've always been kind of curious to find out and you watch who do you think you are and you think damn they're lucky getting someone doing all the mm. research for them uh, so my other half Katie who's always been pushing me to try and research it and find out uh, has gone and signed me up for is that company Ancestry we've bought one of their packs where you get uh, I was expecting this massive box and like loads of flip charts and stuff like that comes in this little tiny box I haven't opened it yet yeah uh, but it's a DNA test kit amazing but I've, I've got a little bit of apprehension about it. I don't know what it is, but it's like something about having my DNA on record or looked at. And it sounds like I may have been trying to cover up <laughs> some kind of criminal activity. It does, a little. Well, do you remember a film with Ethan Hawke in it, a sci-fi movie called Gattaca? No. Well, it was based on like a sci-fi short story and they turned it into a full film. It's a brilliant film, but it's about this kind of view of the future where uh, all the big corporations have got your DNA on record and they can tell whether you're more susceptible to certain illnesses or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And then you don't get jobs because they they know that your DNA is this, that or whatever. Yeah. And that would be a really horrible view of the future, wouldn't it? If your DNA is on record and they they can discover early that you might be a bit like this or maybe you're just annoying or irritable and grouchy at work. Maybe that's in my DNA and no one will hear I'll hire me in the future because of that. Do you know what I mean? I think the only thing that I would be frightened of, so I've always been told I'm descended from an Italian count. Love that. And uh, I believe it. Uh, I can I can see very, very many reasons why I might have Italian heritage. Um, but if you actually have it looked into and yeah. the story turns out 
not to have too much truth to it, oh, yes. then that's crushing. So I think I'd rather have the story than have proof that I'm just from Sussex. Yeah, sometimes it's, you're careful what you wish for. Mm. You never let the, the truth get in the way of a good tale. You, let, you don't want to end up being like one of those people. Every town's got a bloke in the local paper who pretended to be in the SAS. <laughs> You don't want to be one of them. So I, I do feel a bit like, I wonder what it's going to turn up. It'd be interesting, you get these percentages of what, what you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 2% Dutch and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know what my stats are going to be. I'm not too sure. But, uh, you know, got a big nose, blonde hair. I looked like Steffi Graf when I was 10 years old. So we'll see what happens. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So our nine-month-old daughter, Thea, is absolutely terrified of the hairdryer. <laughs> uh, absolutely petrified. And it's weird, she can tell when my girlfriend's going to start drying her hair. She can see the incident about to happen and she just loses it. So it doesn't even need to be on? doesn't even need to be on it. If Katie picks up the hairdryer, Thea, if she's sat on the floor playing or whatever loses it. Like, but you know, like, not just like normal crid, uh, kids kind of crying, it's that kind of howling. And she, if, if you're holding on to her, she'll give you, like, a, a really, like, super tight hug <laughs> to the point where I've almost felt like getting the hairdryer out just so to get a really nice <laughs> hug out of it. But it's weird. I think when you're a kid, the, and the, I think this rule applies to everyone, I think when you're a kid, there's always one thing that you end up being super scared of for a certain reason. For mm. me, when I was a kid, I was petrified of those drive-in mechanical car washes. <laughs> You know the ones with the big... I do. ...twisting, kind yeah. of wet... Uh, it was like being swallowed by the monster from The NeverEnding Story. Now, you see, that this is where you and I are complete opposites. I used to love them... To really? The, ...to the extent oh. that my old man would take us to one of those drive through car washes as an event. Really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, honest to God, I used to absolutely hate them, to the point where it got to a situation where I'd have to stand on the side with my mum, my mm. dad would have to go through the car wash with the car, and then I'd get back in at the end, because I would, like, like Thea with the hairdryer, I'd lose it. Now, taking me as a kid on a train, which is ironic, being that I love trains now, Yeah. taking me on a kid as a train was always problematic if the train went through a tunnel. Really? Because I took an I took an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine very very personally <laughs> when when Henry got bricked up in a tunnel. Oh, did he? Henry the Engine, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and young me thought this could happen. So there must be a connection, right? So far on this show this evening, you've talked about your fear of nearly being locked in the lift, mm. trapped in the lift. Henry in Thomas the Tank Engine gets bricked into a tunnel. Yeah. That's a euphemism or whatever. And now you're scared. That, at that point when you were a child, you were scared of that thing and tunnels as well. This is like some live session that Isn't I'm it? going through. It really is. Yeah. But I, this is the other thing. I wonder whether... I, I'm fine with car washes now. I'm okay. <laughs> I think you're, you seem like you're okay with tunnels on trains. You're now a train enthusiast. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to travel on them, yeah. Happy to travel on them, but you're not that keen about getting stuck in the lift, so maybe that whole thing about being captured in an enclosed space not is not quite still, gone. Not quite gone. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I love this tweet that's just come in, picking up on uh, what Richie was just saying earlier on. Uh, James Kidger says, Richie, the episode of Thomas the Tank Engine that you just mentioned used to bother me too. Henry looked really sad. I can still see his face. <laughs> I just don't know. No, stop, stop. That's don't the, go back there. I can't go back there. They bricked Henry up in a tunnel. What, by accident? No, because I think he'd done something wrong and they were trying to punish him. That's awful. So as a result, I didn't. Uh, this, this, this kid that liked watching Thomas the Tank Engine, I didn't like going on trains through tunnels. He says... Um, I didn't like the idea 
idea of being bricked up in one. I can still see his face. What? Stop it. Oh, dear. I don't want to hear about that. How did How did Henry get out? Did he get out in the end? He I think he right. apologised to the fat controller they took the bricks down. Fair enough. What a terrible lesson to teach someone. Uh, no name attached to this, but says absolutely terrified of penguins, and I still am at 29. There's no reason for it. I can't even <laughs> watch Happy Feet. Do you know what? I think I might have a bit of that. I've talked before on this show about why I, I don't really like the penguin bit of a zoo. <laughs> And they're never quite as big as you expect. But imagine living a life where you can't watch Happy Feet. That's sad. I've never seen Happy Feet. Sammy Moriarty, who has the name of the night so far, right says name. spiral staircases, still scared of them. Feel like I'm going to take a tumble every time. <laughs> uh, Bib Fortuna from Star Wars. You name know, of the night. Name of the night as well. That's not the sub-person text. <laughs> <laughs> All right, OK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, servant fella. Off obviously. Of, of, obviously. And Betty says, high cistern toilets. I can't even tell you why. I didn't like them back then, and I still don't now. Have your say. It's quite cathartic. 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Claire says frogs. I was scared of frogs when I was about four or five years old. My parents thought they were making it better by saying they had long noses. Terrified me even more. Frogs do scream in the night, don't they? That's that's very weird. As you have revealed to me, I've Awful. adjusted the noise I make when I read uh, the child's stories now about uh, about a frog. Huge ramifications for the story reading industry. Uh, Kim, Kim in Beckton says, I was terrified of cows after a herd came into the farmyard when we were holidaying in Devon. I was five. I can understand that one. My mum is absolutely petrified of cows and I, I, I think that's kind of fed off a little bit with me. You know what I don't like about them? The eyelashes. <laughs> Slightly humanoid, uh, ready to be sentient and have an uprising, eyelashes. Don't like the way they flutter at you. Something about them, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm from Devon, but we're not all like that, Richie. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 to get in touch. Uh, Kylie's hanging on. Kylie, what were you scared of? Um, I was scared of toilets as a child, because when I was seven, our pipes were really bad, and I went to go to the toilet, and a giant rat was in it. In the toilet? <laughs> we sat down on it. And the toilet, it was a really giant rat as well. It wasn't a mouse, but it was like a rat climbing out, so... Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so what was the lasting effect on you, that you, having seen this rat in your loo? What, I'm sure you'd be 40 wrote a song about it. Uh, what, what was the lasting <laughs> yeah. effect on you? Well, at 34, I still, um, I still get really paranoid every time I go to sit on a toilet. I don't like to take... I don't like to take my time. I just kind of jump off as fast as I can. <laughs> that's probably on your Tinder profile. <laughs> Essential information. Probably, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So the long-lasting effects of that. What actually happened to the rat that was in your toilet? Oh, my dad kind of came and sorted it out. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think we want to hear about what he may or may not have done there. <laughs> <laughs> we got new pipes, needless to say, but I didn't trust it. Occasionally, like. <laughs> occasionally it comes up at family Christmases and everyone looks yeah. out the windows and won't talk oh, about dear. it. Oh, dear. Uh, listen, lovely to speak to you, Kylie, and glad to know that you're OK now. Thank you so much. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Got Ellie on the line. Ellie, what were you scared of as a child? Um, velvet, and I still am now. <laughs> scared of velvet. <laughs> OK, there's a lot of questions here then. So so how does a fear of velvet start? Oh, I don't even know. I've just been terrified of it ever since I was little. What, did, it, did, a, did a, child, a child prince brush up against you when you were in the queue for something? Or <laughs> how did you get anywhere near velvet as a kid? 
oh, just sofas and, and velvet jackets and things like that. They just creep me out. <laughs> and how does it present itself now as an adult? Um, if I touch it, I have to wash my hands. Wow. Uh, if someone else touches it, I get goosebumps. Uh, yeah, it's just it's terrible. <laughs> that is unbelievable, isn't it? So if you're if you're out at the theatre and then you're in, behind someone in a queue for the the bar or whatever, and there's a fellow there with a, a crushed red velvet jacket on, you're out you're out the window. You're getting the hell out of here. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm gone. <laughs> Ellie, did you know there's a name for this? I've just I've just looked. I didn't know. Haptides sussuferia. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's what you've got, Ellie. That's what you've got. There we go. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So ten weeks of tickets is back, and all this week we're giving away tickets for Fleetwood Mac in London on the 16th of June. All you need to do is take part in our new game, which we like to call Who Claims Wins? And on line one, we can speak to our first contestant, who is Tony. Hi, yeah, uh, I'm Tony uh, from uh, RF Boys Norton. How are you doing? All right, mate, good to speak to you. Uh, all this week, Richie and I have been trying out a bit of small talk on our contestants for Who Claims Wins. Richie, got a bit of small talk for Tony? You'd like to um, support a football team, Tony? Uh, no, I'm not into football, unfortunately. <laughs> ice hockey, my game. What do you like? Do you prefer anything other than football? Yeah, ice hockey. Ice hockey. Got oh. any ice hockey related stuff? Uh, I know. I reckon I can um, dredge up a, a basin stoker big in ice hockey, I think. How about those basin yeah, stokers? Yeah. Basin stoke bison, yeah. That's it, the basin stoke bison. I knew it was something like that. I, I don't want to make a hard and fast rule on this, Tony. Any sport that has to have animals in their name is trying to, I don't know, it's got a problem it's trying to deal with. Do you know what I mean? The, the basin uh, stoke yeah, bison. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I see where you're going. Okay, stay there, fella. And let's go to contestant number two, who's Steve? Hello. Steve. You like football? Sport football team? I do, yeah. I support Cambridge United, so not really a football team. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I like that. Loving right. your work. Good well, to have you on board. Second consecutive day, the small talk section's gone very well. Yeah. Uh, let's go through the rules here. We're going to give you a random topic that has many answers. Uh, Tony, you're going to have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Steve, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Tony. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. If that player manages it, they win the tickets. And if they don't... They lose the tickets. It's revolutionary. It is. So, here we go. Let's play Who Claims Wins? Tony, how many UK Top 40 Fleetwood Mac singles do you think you can name in 30 seconds? Ooh. Uh, ten. You okay. reckon ten? Tony's going for ten. Steve, do you think you can name more, or do you want to challenge Tony to go for it? Uh, I think I'm going to have to challenge. I'm not sure I could get there. Oh, right, OK. okay. Tony, challenge. you're straight in here. 30 seconds, UK right. Top 40 Fleetwood Mac singles, go! OK, Eltros, Man of the World, Oh Well, uh, Tusk, Oh Diane, Big Love, The Rise, Everywhere, uh, Chain, uh, Black Magic Woman, uh, Green Monolishi, Do You Love Me, uh, Tell Me Lies, Dreams, Rhiannon, uh, family man. Uh... Right, time's uh... up, Tony. Time's up. Now, listen, uh, our producer, Adem, is just looking at uh, what you've uh, said there. We've heard lots of names. You're obviously a fan, but were they UK top 40 singles? 12 of them were. Well done. Amazing. Congratulations, Tony. That's outstanding. You know your onions when it comes to Fleetwood Mac. 
I'm a big fan, got to say. Poor old Steve. Trust Steve to get Mick Fleetwood phoning for the competition he's going for. (laughs) Uh, Look, congratulations, Tony. Hard luck, Steve. We have more opportunities to play Who Claims Wins tomorrow for Fleetwood Mac tickets in London. If you'd like to play, call now 0330-123-1215. You've got five minutes to do so. So you've got until 5.56. If you do call in now, make sure you start the call by asking our producer, Adem, for a particular size of footwear. He's wearing a black and white stripy T-shirt and we've been making footlocker gags all day long. (laughs) Uh, Also, we've got loads more tickets to give away over the next 10 weeks. Claire Sturgis will be giving you a chance to win tickets to see Mumford & Sons in her show. And that is all thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Hometime on Absolute Radio. Congratulations to Tony. He's off to see Fleetwood Mac. And big up the Basingstoke Bison. Love the Basingstoke Bison. And I tell you what as well, I think small talk with Bush and Ritchie is becoming a bit of a pop-up thing on this show. <laughs> if you can think of any other subjects, we did a bit of football there. I think we did how how like messy was your car yesterday. Yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. Any other stuff, we're open to suggestions 8, 12, 15. Uh, uh, meanwhile, we've been talking about uh, stuff you're scared of as a kid, uh, and the text is still coming in. I think it is quite cathartic to get it off your chest. Derek says, Hi, Bush and Richie, as a kid, I was completely creeped out by Gordon the Gopher. <laughs> <laughs> Little tiny, furry, lovely, friendly Philip Schofield, Gordon the Gopher. He'd get a bit aggy at times, though, wouldn't he? Maybe it's a, a larger, scarier thing about hand puppets. They can be quite weird. Could be, could be. Punch and Judy, innit? Sarah says, Radiators. As a child, I was terrified that our radiators would burst and fill the house <laughs> with water and we wouldn't be able to get out. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. About this time last night, you actually asked me what you're having for dinner tonight. Yes. And at the time, I didn't know what I was going to have. There was an element of jeopardy, I presume. There was, you didn't know what people were cooking by the no, time No, I, I, I was on the train on my back. I thought, you know what, I do fancy takeaway tonight. So suddenly it became an impromptu takeaway. Um, but then what happened next, I guess, is actually something that I do need to come clean about right now. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a shameful confession. I ordered something that I absolutely loved. I enjoyed it so much I'd never had it before, but... Once I'd finished it, I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm just full of shame. I cannot believe I've done that. So I need to come clean right now. Go on, get it off your chest. My name is Richie Firth, and last night I ordered Domino's cookies. Oh, my word. I mean... That's not even their normal area of interest or expertise. No, it's not, but, oh, my goodness, it should be. Seriously. Really? Oh, it's fantastic. But that's like... That, that for me, getting them to do you cookies is a bit like... No, 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 don't. Exactly. Those people who ask takeaway delivery people to pick other stuff up on the way back, like (laughs) Siggy's or beer or whatever like that as well. This is the thing. I I do feel the shame about it, all right? Takeaway pizza, great. They're fantastic. I did have a side as well. (laughs) What what was the side? Trippers combo. The what, sorry? Strippers combo. A strippers combo? Mm, which is it's wedges and chicken strippers. Oh, phew, I thought you really had gone overboard <laughs> when you're home alone, that's for sure. But then I saw <laughs> I, I saw they did, like, desserts, and that was it. I cookies. never knew, I never knew hot that... Hot cookies. Really, what type, just, like, chocolate flavour, was it? Or? Chocolate chip cookies, four of them, but they're hot, they've just literally been made. Wow. So, whereas you might buy cookies in the supermarket, and they're cold, these are hot. So like gooey inside. Did you? How long after you ate them did you feel terrible or bad for yourself in terms of your own behaviour? Once the last, um, once the last cookie had gone in, and yep. there's four of them gone in. Um, I think I belched about thirty seconds later and thought, "What have you done?" Beautiful. I imagine you crawling on all fours like the Hoff, shirtless with your jeans on. Don't. I was sat watching West Brom versus Villa. I don't support either team. It was quite some sight. So that's my. That is my shameful confession. West Brom versus Villa is an evening of poor choices. It seems. It's a good game. 
I tell you what, get off your chest, though, if you have made... What, done something shameful? A shameful confession. Well, shameful. Thought, why did I do that? 8, 12, 15, you can tweet as well at Absolute Radio. Or maybe it's just Richie. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Darren from Bracknell, Bracknell says, Richie, yes, the cookies are my favourite. It's the only reason I order pizza. I don't need to hear that from Darren. Darren is an enabler. I've just confessed that I had them, all right? I feel the shame. Yeah. I did enjoy them. They were amazing, but did I need them after a pizza and a side? Probably not. Is that the first time you've ordered Domino's cookies as well? Yeah, and when I hear stuff like that from Darren, it's not going to be hard... Not to again. I've set a precedent. I quite like the fact that you were home alone as well. So, mm. does your would your other half know? Are you going to tell her what you had, or how will that play out? If you know what I mean, it won't. <laughs> so you just tell you I'd like steamed beans and stuff like that. <laughs> I've already put other stuff <laughs> on top of the recycling in the recycling bin. There's no evidence I, I love it. of the Domino's boxes. Brilliant thinking ahead. Thank you. Can I just chuck in my own little shameful Please confession? Please do. It make me feel better. It's cake-based, so it's kind of down the lines of what you're talking about. I, I walk our little one at about uh, half seven to half eight to try and get her to have a early morning... Well, mid-morning, as far as I'm concerned. She's up <laughs> from six, sleep. Uh, and I always treat myself to a chocolate brownie from the coffee shop on the corner, even though you probably shouldn't be eating a chocolate brownie at half seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I don't know. No, I wouldn't have said her, I wouldn't have said <laughs> half seven is a chocolate brownie. <laughs> I was you, speaking to the right guy about your it. Your shameful confessions don't have to be food-based, though. No. But yes, that definitely works. But anything goes here, and I believe by admitting it on this show, you are actually forgiven. Say again. If you admit it on this show, you you get your sin forgiven. Yes, that's the power we have. In the biblical sense, yeah. yes. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Big night tonight. It's board game night, finally. Very excited. Uh, mental Health Awareness Week. We're looking forward to putting this on tonight. I've just been distracted. I've seen this. Uh, Big Potato Games have sent in some games for us to play tonight, which is very kind of them. They have sent us some brilliant games. We're surrounded by bright, colourful, excellent board games. Obama Llama 2. Yes. Uh, and uh, this little game called OK Play, which I think everyone who's going tonight is going to get a first off, so that's very kind. You should keep hold of one of them, Richie, because we've been looking at your train return journey this evening and uh, it sounds it's like there's cancellations. Yeah. Take OK Play with you. I will. Uh, meanwhile, we've been talking about shameful confessions. Have you done something that you're not particularly proud of? People have been talking about eating and all this kind of stuff, but it could be anything, really. Adam says, my ex-wife just brought our son's kit bag round for him to take to scout camp at the weekend. She also made Felix and his friends at camp cookies, but they needed to cool before being packed I ate one no one knows in my defence I haven't had any dinner and they smelt so good he's going to have to decide which friend isn't as close oh the poor lad love it uh, Helen in Manchester it's also food says I once ordered that much food from my local takeaway delivery man asked if I was having a party <laughs> I had to say I had a few friends around oh bless her god bless her uh, look we've got Bryony on the line Bryony what do you want to get off your chest my shameful confession is that I am a 41 year old senior manager and I took a day off last week and spent most of it drinking Cherry Aid and playing The Sims. The Sims alive and well in 2019. Amazing. But who would have thought Cherry Aid was the go to drink to play it with? Totally. I tell totally. Totally. I think I'm the only person playing The Sims still, but it's epic. I love it still. What, tell us about your Sims. What families have you got going on in The Sims? My little daughter plays it and loves it. Um, so 
So I have recreated my husband in Sim, uh, only a bit slimmer, and um, recreated myself in The Sims. But I don't tend to not have the children in them because they get a bit annoying. And in The Sims, you can press away. <laughs> this has just got really dark. Oh, really dark. Uh, be honest with us, Bryony, right? And I think a lot of people would admit this, that back in the day when you were a kid or you are a teenager playing The Sims, you do awful things to them, like build them a swimming pool that you can't get out of or lock them in a room where there's no toilet. Have you done anything terrible to your Sims? Um, no, I didn't build a whole load of very small rooms with doors that would o- that I then locked um, and kill all the people in them. So I had hundreds of ghosts in my house. Oh no, my word! Never, that never happened. I think that probably <laughs> has happened. I think that's the end of the conversation with Bryony right now. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right to reply. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk if you want to get in touch with the show. And we have had a brilliant update email from Dave Beatty. Uh, now, if you remember, we did a thing a little while back on the show about, uh, I was kind of suggesting that kids' TV was a bit of a fraud and all you had to do was put any form of a like a Christian name before any inanimate object mm. and hey presto, you got your own kids' TV series. You guys came up with some fantastic suggestions and then it took a twist. Dave Beatty got in touch with us and said, look, I dabble in animation and if you guys pick one of the examples you've, you've had come in, I will animate said children's TV programme that you've just devised. Now, we didn't hear from Dave for a week or so, so he presumed he was drunk when he called in. <laughs> However, we, we've had the email in now. Uh, I, I don't even know how to begin to describe the stills from what I presume is going to be stop-motion animation when yeah. it happens. But uh, there's a blowtorch with eyeballs and hands. <laughs> there's a dustpan and brush with teeth. <laughs> Uh, you were talking this evening on the show about uh, what do you have nightmares about as a kid. There's a children's TV show that's going to cause lasting psychological damage. Have you seen the paint roller? As well? I'm looking at him now. <laughs> I mean, Dave, the stills look amazing. I can... So Dave said that he reckons he should have this by Friday. So suddenly, this weekend, you could have a huge premiere yes. that no one's expecting that you'll be able to look at uh, with a paintbrush, a roller... Uh, and also uh, a blowtorch. What did we call the blowtorch? Was he Barry Blowtorch? Barry or Bobby? There was something about the blowtorch that I remember that was making us laugh. Hopefully we'll recollect, we'll find out, and, uh, yeah, watch this space. Could be happening by the end of the week. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Well, what a show. What a show. Uh, spoons tomorrow, promise. Big time. I tell you what, if I don't do the spoons, I'll take us all down to the spoons, which is slang for weather spoons. Very good. Yes. Bill Bailey, please. It's the podcast has officially 